Well, hello friends and welcome to another episode of the greatest watch show on earth, The Trading Desk. Me, Joshua Thanos, my big buddy over here, Jason Maine, my big brother. What's going on, guys? And the international man of mystery, the Jorn Identity. Thanks. What's going on? Hey. Why don't you uh, give yourself a proper uh, introduction here? Hey, you know, it's great to be here. I don't know anything about the Jorn Identity. People <laughs> have accused me of being him. I don't know who he is. I, I hung out with a guy that kind of looked like him once, but I don't know anything about him. But I'd follow the guy. Heard he has some cool watches. All right, that was very confusing. So... <laughs> this is our friend, Mr. Mister Identity. We're going to leave it at that. If you, you can check him out on Instagram, The Jorn Identity. He's got some cool watches. So today is going to be another episode, but a very special episode of the Desky, or the Trading Desk, and that is the second annual Deskies Award. Last year, Jason, we had Numero a good one. Yeah, it was this fun, is, right? This is the yeah. Oscars of watches. Yeah, sure. Of YouTube. It's more of like the MTV Music Video Awards. Yeah. What's the one with but the, the one that streams on the internet What's and one with has the, half with the, the views? No, the AVNs, the like the, the porno <laughs> AVN. Award. That's really what it is. I think it's the Kids Award with the glob. With the, the, the oh, stuff. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It's this closer to the Slime It's the Nickelodeon of watch shows. Yes, this, okay. is, the Nick, this is the Nickelodeon. Well, to be fair, our show Can I be is done? the Nickelodeon of, of watch shows. Oh, without a doubt. Exactly. With like... Some cursing. A few nickels. Less, yeah, a few less nickels. slime. Yeah, less few No, more slime. More slime, <laughs> more nickels. All right, guys. So uh, it's great to be back. If you haven't been, it's been about a month or so since uh, I'm back and uh, I've been enjoying sunny South Florida, though Look it is, I, my tan is not, I can see it's not showing up as well on camera here, but uh, I've been enjoying myself sitting by the pool and, but I'm happy to be in, in freezing Philadelphia for a week or so. And, uh. So let's let's get on with the show, Jason. <laughs> to, uh, let's start with wrist check. Jay, I'll go last. You go first. Okay. You guys, Jason has know a this thick watch. watch. Super thick. Uh, this is the Octo Finissimo Limited Edition in the blue, one of two hundred. And uh, for the first time, you guys are seeing it on this uh, blue alligator rubberized strap uh, that was graciously given to me by the gentleman who sold us this watch, which I ended up buying. And uh, came into the office, said, hey, I found the strap, forgot about it. It's got the really cool uh, titanium uh, tang buckle. So it sits into the case. It's integrated. It's really comfortable. It makes the watch even wear thinner, which I didn't think was, like, even a possibility because the watch is super thin. But very, very cool look. I'm it's happy very, with it. That watch needs cool. to be thinner, dude. I love this thing. What do you mean? It's the thinnest watch I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I freaking love this thing. Super thin. Super nice. It's super cool. thin for me. But All right. What do you got? And I am wearing Mr. a, uh, I be careful. a 50, <laughs> a 5167R, that's rose an, gold Aquanaut. Ooh. Fairly uh That's fairly a real Aquanaut to acquisition. Get, isn't it? And uh, I love this thing. It's, uh, it's a stunner. Oops. Show it to the uh, camera. Look, show it to the camera. Here we go. Like, well, here. listen, at least you know he likes it. He started staring into the dial. I know. It's, right. it's one that you start looking at, you can't stop looking at it, so... This is my first ever wish shot. You have to forgive me for this. Oh, then, no, like, yeah. not easy thing. Your first and last. <laughs> my first and last wrist shot. And but, the award for the worst <laughs> no, wrist so shot goes so to. So we talked about this before. Like that's the one right now when there's so much hype on on um, on stainless. So how much how much does a stainless one go for right now? Is it forty grand? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, so you're only paying a small margin over for that for rose gold, and so I'd say that that's the one to get right now. That's the real baller play, right? Yeah. It's okay. a, yeah. At least that's how it was pitched to him. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's what they told me. That's what they told me at the time. All right, guys. And uh, on my wrist, we have a new acquisition as well. 
Ooh. Ooh. We call her the... Ooh. This that's is a watch that the genre identities had before. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's... This is the Batgirl. So this is a watch that I've talked trash about before. I think on the show. And when it first came out, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't like it on the uh, on the Jubilee. I wasn't big into it. I even told told you, uh, Mr. Identity, that I, I wasn't a it's big a fan save. of it. On the, <laughs> really good save. Like, I still have that watch, it, by the way. Anyway, yeah, right. Anyway. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I told you that I didn't really like it. And uh, so I got this watch. I traded some of my Panerais for it, trying to get into more, like, a stable more <laughs> market. A little bit and, more liquid. Uh, right. A little bit more liquid market in, uh, in watches in regards to that. So... I traded for this watch, and I wore it for about a week before I liked it. Now, I'm absolutely in love with it. I think that at first uh, first glance, the Jubilee didn't make sense, but now it's fantastic. It's so much more comfortable than the Oyster. And while I still love the Oyster bracelet, and I like this watch on the Oyster as well, I think that this is just, it's a fantastic watch. And honestly, like, I don't really have, outside of the, the office and hanging out with Jay or whatever, I don't have a lot of watch friends. All my friends are not really into watches. This watch, wearing out in public and out with my friends, it gets the most uh, the most comments that I've had. Like I wear Panerais with with bright orange straps, and nobody ever says anything to me about my watches. But for whatever reason, this watch has gotten a lot of positive comments. So I'm rocking this baby. I like it. Oh, it's cool. Nice. I will cool say piece. from the beginning, it's better than the like we've always said. It's better than the Pepsi for me. No, I see. I disagree with you. I would I like, like trade this for the Pepsi. Honestly, nah, honest. I like this better than the Pepsi, but I like the Oyster version of this better than the Jubilee version. Of course, we know yeah. the real. But you haven't owned any of those, by the way. The best looking GMT is the rose gold, all rose gold ever Ooh. rose GMT. Yeah, really interesting. Which, uh, is that your, is that heard, your opinion? I heard the no. That's did you the, vote with your dollars on that? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, I heard the one has that Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. Rosie won. Oh man! No, I agree. I, well, I, all the GMTs are great. I think that uh, if I had to make a prediction, which we'll probably do a prediction show next time I'm on, um, I think that the uh, an oyster coke bezel is going to be the next one, which will be great. But I would, uh, I, after seeing this side by side with the Pepsi, actually, I do like the Pepsi, and I would like to possibly move this one into a Pepsi eventually. Mm, I um, think uh, Rolex we'll is going to keep the oyster to the precious metal, maybe, and just keep right. them separate. I think they need to release a root beer on a Jubilee. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. All right, so but this is not a prediction show. This is the Deskies Award, so let's get to it. All right, guys, so uh, we have quite a few uh, um, uh, categories this year. Uh, we have changed a few categories, and we've picked a, uh, picked some really cool winners. So um, I guess let's just start, right, with our first one. So same as last year, the first step, the first uh, category will be the most hyped watch Drum roll, please. of 2019. All right, guys. So uh, this year we have uh, we have some some really good nominees. Do we have the? Can we throw up the nominees on there? All right, great. So the nominees this year for the most hyped watch. And when we talk about most hyped, this is most anticipated. So watches that were released this year, right, uh, and had the, the highest level of anticipation. Uh, so the first, uh, the the very most, in my opinion, the one that should have won, but we don't know if it's going to win or not was gonna be the 1159. That's a watch that was super highly anticipated. Uh, AP was coming up with a new model and it was gonna blow everything out the water and it was highly anticipated. Well, we'll talk about how it did later. Right. But so that's that's the first, uh, first nominee in the most hyped watch. The second one was from another brand called Patek Philippe and that one is the 5212A, which is stainless steel, full calendar. I mean, can you see the? You can see the reason for the hype, right? Calatrava stainless steel, steel. complication, <laughs> quirky. It's gonna it, be cool. Oh yeah, it's like a, it's a. There's a lot going on in that so watch. So, 
but whether, it's super easy to read. So whether or not the watch lived up to to it or not, this category is how much energy was behind it when right. it was coming out. Most right? anticipated so, for sure. Yeah. All right. Next one will be another Patek Philippe. Will my be personal favorite of That's the four. Mine, yeah, mine too. Mine it's, too. Uh, it's green, so I love it. Forty-two but, millimeter. Uh, the strap alone goes for almost ten thousand dollars. Seven. I just want the strap. I mean, fifty-one sixty-eight G. I bought one of these and sold it. Um, Did you? It's, yeah, bought it from one customer, sold it to another. Awesome watch. I can tell you it looks way better in person than on the camera. But mm -hmm. but it is awesome. I've seen it in person, too, at a paddock watch show, and wow. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like that watch. All right, and then the last nominee for the 2019 Most Hyped Watch of the Year will be... How did this one get in there? Hey, Rolex Batman. Jubilee, the 126710. Batgirl. Batgirl, all right, whatever. Batgirl, Batman. So, obviously, new, new release. This was a big deal. We didn't know what was going to happen, what was going to be released, so... So uh, yeah. this was this one came out of left field, I think. Yeah. So I don't know that it it uh, is in terms of most anticipated. I don't feel like there was a lot of build up for this one. It just kind of surprised everybody. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, very cool watch though. You know, what I think it's interesting about this is okay. that you have the the Batgirl and the Batman, mm -hmm. and the divide. Even though this pretty much the same watch, it's similar to the date no date sub, mm -hmm. where people real feel strongly about one or the other. Right. And it's like the Hatfield and the McCoys. Like, you're both kind of the same. People fight. they hate each other and they fight about it. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's a good know, analogy. It's, like, it's any, right. any... So, quickly, before we announce the winner, I just want to explain how we got the winner. So, this year, what we did, very scientific, uh, we handed out all the uh, uh, the ballots to all the salespeople of the company, right? So, uh, uh, in our office in Philly, internationally, we sent it out to everybody. And they all voted. And this is an accumulation of all the salespeople for Watchbox. And this is their pick. So, if you disagree... You can send a letter to the office there. All right, Jade, you want to you wanna announce the first we winner? register that in the voting bin right underneath <laughs> the desk. It might be. In exactly. The, yeah. So do you want to announce the first winner? All right, so the number one desky, first of the night. Uh, first, I just wanted to shout out. Look how beautiful the desky is. That's it's, pretty, desky, it's a great reward. The desky, I came all the way to Philadelphia just to see this thing. Oh, it doesn't exist. Yeah, there's not a real one. Yeah. It only exists in our minds. Anyhow. On YouTube. <laughs> the number one uh, winner for the first is the 5212A. Yeah. There you go. So, this is the pick. The Deskies, the Watchbox Deskies Award for the most hyped watch, most anticipated watch of 2019 is a 5212A. Do you agree with this, Jay? I think it's, uh, it probably wouldn't have been my pick. Mm -hmm. I actually, my vote was the 1159. Yeah, me too. Just because there was such a long buildup for it. Um, and for me, the category hyped, and it might be because we wrote the categories and I knew what we meant, was how much anticipation there was for it. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I think that would probably be my second pick. Okay. Because the 5168 was kind of a surprise watch, too. Sure. And the Batman was a surprise watch for me. But we knew that a Steel Calatrava was coming for a long time. Yeah. And everybody was waiting for it. So for this category, I think it's this, it's this, a good pick. And then... <laughs> I got it. Again. You know the, what? The uh, identity, the uh, Mr. Yeah, identity. Yeah, what's yeah. the collector's pick? Which one do you think? And what do you think of the of the winner this year? Well, I think a lot of collectors are very excited about a Steel Paddock. Mm -hmm. Um and 1159 was very controversial. But for me, I think the green Aquanaut's kind of the bomb. Yeah? You know? That's the most hyped watch? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right, cool. All right, well, well, that's a good segue into our next category. Keyword sleeper. Oh, look, the Jorn identity. Follow him on Instagram. Hey, so uh, the next category for this year's Desky is the 2019 sleeper watch. So the watch that's getting most overlooked. Yeah. All right, so we got four nominees this year as well. 
And uh, so these are these watches were not watches that were released this year, but these are watches that this year are being probably overlooked and things you should probably pick up. That's the way we look yeah, at it, right? Yeah, Comeback Kids. Comeback Kids. All right. So why don't you uh, announce these uh, or describe right. these nominees this year, Jay? So number one mm-hmm. uh, for Section 2, so Sleeper Watch 2019, we have uh, the really, really cool discontinued uh what I'd say, Tic Tac or White Dial Milgauss. Mm-hmm. Right. Tic Tac. I like Tic Crystal. I've never heard that before. The Tic Tac. I like the name. I like I'm, it. It's I'm, I'm pushing it hard it's for catchy. it. So, yeah, the Tic Tac, uh, super cool watch, non-date. Honestly, if this thing wasn't uh, two-tone, like high polish and, and flat, I would own one. Uh, it's a little too close to my Explorer too, mm. but awesome freaking watch. If you aren't sure about a Milgauss, I highly recommend this variation. Um, Next one, uh, Longue Saxonia. All right. So this is a definitely a sleeper watch this year, right? Yeah. So the so I think Longue as a brand has a core following, but for the majority, the brand itself is a sleeper. Uh, and you're going to see that probably in the next five or six years. Mm-hmm. And then the Saxonia is going to be, uh, maybe not this rose gold version, but it's going to be one of the easier ones well, to get into. You can pick up one of these for right around like $10,000, $12,000 pre-owned. And the level of finishing and like just the the... The horology that goes into a watch like that, especially for that price point, it has to be a sleeper. Number three is the uh, 5960-1A. Yeah. the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Very cool piece. Underrated for sure. Sleeper watch. Uh, you know, you pull your pull your sleeve up a little bit and you flex mm-hmm. that, it's, you, you well, feel it's, good about it. It's like the forgotten steel paddock. That's yeah. the way I feel about it's it. Cool. So, And the price points are good. And uh, with the white or the black dial, black dial is hotter because that, that watch is a uh, was like a one-year run. Yeah. The white dial is a huge sleeper because you can get them almost anywhere. Again, steel paddock that sells under list right. with the white dial. I have to see what the... And a pop of red. Everybody's going crazy for a red seat wheeler, and <laughs> that thing's got red on it. That's you know? right. The, but these two paddocks, the black dial and the white dial, they look so different. I oh, yeah. love the black dial. I can't stand the white dial. That's racist of you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. Post-production, we're going to edit that out. Uh, I have to hit you with that joke. All right, so when the last one. The last one is a. Do we, do we put a specific? The pin just well, I mean, in. That okay. looks pretty specific. You know right. what's that? Hey, that's a five sixty baby. All right, so the five sixty, uh, the worst brother of the five ten. Um, I like my sub seconds, you know, but uh, just the Luminor case in general, I guess yeah. specifically. Steel, yeah, steel, the steel Panerai Luminor right now. Listen, market's never been, you know, down mm-hmm. like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's been worse, but sure. it's down now. Yeah. What a great time to get a base model or a steel it's in-house. It's a great steel day. sport watch. Yeah. Right. I mean, pennies on the dollar. For right? less than $5,000, you can get like a steel sport watch from a good brand with actually great like history. It's like 2018 with still warranty. Oh, you yeah. Know, it's nuts. It is nuts. So, so definitely a big time sleeper. All right. Yeah. All right. So those are the four nominees. We have the White Doll Mill Gauss, the Longa, Saxonia, the 50, 5960, and the Panerai Luminar. So who did the uh, the Watchbox sales team, who did they decide or what did they decide? Uh, this this vote was unanimous. The fifty nine sixty one A yeah was hands down uh, like ninety percent uh-huh. the winner for this category. The steel the sleeper. Well, steel steel paddock that nobody talks about. I yeah. guess that it has to be the best. I mean, so but think about how that kind of ties back to the fifty two twelve, right? Because mm-hmm. there's all that hype between a, between that watch and then this watch is readily available. Right. It's been around. Pretty cheap. It's been around for a long time. We should get one. <laughs> no, no. That watch does not do anything for me. It really doesn't. Yeah. You just said and you it, love the black dial. Well, I mean, I like it over the white dial, but it's not in my <laughs> Listen, not, in, I, not on my list. Okay. I mean, of all these <laughs> watches, week. I think there's the Rolex slipper, right? So the Tic Tac, I think, is a bomb. That watch is going to be worth money one day. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's at it's at the bottom. Yeah, no one, well, it's still it's gone up. 
You know, probably, it's probably like doubled about, in value in the last like five years. So there's a yeah. black dial version also without the tinted crystal, sure. but the, there's something about a Milgauss which people know is because it has the tinted crystal, and it's like I don't even need that crystal. Yeah, yeah. Well, take discontinue your, take those. your call, you know, your your calling sign, and and well, those those ones they couldn't sell. You would the yeah. roll, you would have to get a big discount from your eighty yeah, to buy sell. a non-tinted crystal Milgauss, and now now they're selling like seven thousand dollars for a full set. Crazy, yeah. eighty one hundred dollar retail, so it's still under retail, but it's double. You, those used to sell for four thousand dollars pre owned. Yeah. So uh, the sleeper that bunch though yeah. is a longer. Longer, I mean, it's so beautiful. That's the one to get. Understated, just pure class. Yeah, I agree. Where it's you're not flexing. It's a, it's the anti flex. It's yeah, it's reverse flex. Yeah, yeah, I Only like that. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're in a room full of uh, full of watch guys, then and some of those guys won't even know. Yeah, what do right. you say? Retrograde flex. Ah, look at there Jay. He came with a little jokey. Yeah, retrograde. That's funny one. All right, we gotta you know, we gotta loop the watch stuff back in every <laughs> like once in that. a while. You know, we yeah. are the Nickelodeon of uh, watch. Be <laughs> nickel. Oh God. All right, guys. So uh, third category, and this kind of goes along with the sleeper, sort of. So uh, eh, along those lines. So this year we decided for the third category we're gonna do the worst performer. So market value or retail sales, worst performer of 2019. So this is a watch that, you know, basically flopped or just maybe went down in value or just didn't sell, right? Um, here, I'll go through the. So the nominees this year are going to be the Bucherer Heritage uh, Chronos, right? But there's there's a few of these, right, Jay? Yeah, so this is, I guess, more of a uh, the collection itself. So uh -huh. the reissue of their kind of the revival of the brand itself in North America and uh, was basically all of the heritage pieces. Right. So funny enough, um, you know, there's Hamiltons that look exactly like this, Breitlings that look exactly like this, That's right. 1159s that look exactly yeah. like this. Kind of going so, around. Yeah. Kind of the, uh, you know, the look. Well, but the, I mean, these are watches that Booker's never hold, held value. These watches, you can get them for, if you like the watch, you can get those for like pennies on a dollar buying a pre-owned. So, and, and this, unfortunately, this new model is no different. All right, second nominee is, and I, it hurt, pains me to say because I love the brand. Like, I'm an owner. I, I have multiples. Too. I have multiples of this brand. Bell & Ross, the 05 collection. Oh, God, what is this? Is this? Is it a my paddock? Eyes, is it a Bell & Ross? <laughs> I mean, what is what is this This thing? is a watch. When it, so I, like, I tried so hard to like this. I care things. about the brand so much that when it came out, I was like, you know what? We're going to have to see one. Let's yeah. put it on the wrist. Yeah. I didn't even put it on my wrist. It's when worse, I saw it in person. It, person. it was oh, in the God. case, and I'm like, you could leave it there. Oh, yeah. You know, no I hope somebody likes these watches because yeah, I love the brand. But, oh great. man, it's rough. That's like a tuna can, isn't it? It's it just, is it just looks weird. It, you know, it, it reminds me of like an Invicta, but done poorly. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> it's sad. It I, I, I'm like sad. Hopefully one day a, I'll it's just. It's not a bad watch in terms of it being functional. It's just ugly. It's so ugly. It's, it's, uh, and it's so, just, you know what? I'm if looking for a redeeming you character. Cannot you cannot take that home it. to mama. I was gonna, you can't. That will not, that's not good. I was going to say, if, you know what? If you did this and did that, but at the same time. Like, what can you do this that's thing? A, it's that's a, a good first day watch for somebody you don't like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. If is you're worried about somebody judging your watch yeah, collection. Yeah, last year, the watch that you wear to me. Last year, this watch was on the list. I can't remember what it was for, but maybe it was sleeper watch. And this watch is what they should have just expanded, which they kind of did expand the line, but the, the Bureau 3 Diver. 
this thing's fantastic. It's like the equal opposite of how how crappy those watch, the O5s yeah. are. This watch is fantastic. The they white accent. Oh, well, in ceramic, they have this the black dial, the blue dial. They should just they should expand this line as opposed to making a new one. But I want them to bring back the O2. Well, that yeah. looks like oh, a, oh, that looks silly. like an instrument. O2's and the Hydromax. If not. they re-release a Hydromax, I'd be all. Over. Yeah, you're drunk, Jay. That's absurd. <laughs> I, I, it's coffee, man. I promise <laughs> that's what was in the cup. All right. So in the fourth nominee. Oh no! So the the third nominee <laughs> for the worst performer, <laughs> the four, this is really the three and three A really, but is the eleven fifty nine. Oh god! So the watch, I'll put it this way: the watch is not as bad as we thought it was going to be, but it's still really bad. Um, it's it, it, nobody's buying this watch. I haven't had anybody reach out to me. I've heard of like two people wanting to buy this watch. Um, so it was highly anticipated. This was supposed to revolutionize the watch world. They were doing something completely different. So, and they wanted to get away from the Royal Oak. So what did they do? They made the mid case uh, out of the Royal Oak bezel. It's just so, make... And you know what's what's hard here is that that version that we just threw up on the screen is, is the best, the best yeah, 1159 that exists. Oh, yeah. Can we bring it back up again? By far the best iteration and it's still not. That one's good. actually, that one's beautiful. And, and honestly, the watch is okay. But in terms of yeah. the amount of hype so if this was just another release to, to this basically replaced the millinery and it's not much better than the millinery. Isn't that's kind a, of the problem. Isn't there a brand that's owned by Swatch Group that makes a lot of watches that does like a, with a T? No, it starts with an O. They're pretty famous. They do like a star dial moon face chronograph. Oh. For not a lot of money. With an a? Where do you yeah, suggest? The watch went on the moon. An Omega? Ah. <laughs> oh. Adventurine yeah. dial. Adventurine. Uh. Well, Adventurine dials are cool. And listen, that watch it, it itself is not terrible, but with all the hype and like the hubris coming from the brand about it and how it was going to revolutionize, blah, 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 blah. Flop. Flippity flop flop. All right. So all right. it was so bad that it took three and four. <laughs> That's right. the... Now putting things. Hey, in... look now, at that. But hey, putting things in perspective. Okay. The Royal Oak. Was not loved its first three years. It took them three years to sell a thousand watches. People didn't like it. Oh, look at just saying. I gotta be careful. Uh, look at the Mr. Identity coming up with some history here. Just saying. Okay. All right. Well, that that so that, that might it be may the be. case, but this this is not the award for no. the future watch. No, no, right? I agree. This that, is the, it's this a is the for the worst performer yeah, this year. Yeah, we so have just we for that comment. No you are now watch. allocated to purchase that rose gold, <laughs> <laughs> one, and you must <laughs> take my tool. No, I know you're no, going to be the, no, the early adopter. Yeah, no. All right, guys. So so now we got our four nominees. We got the Booker Heritage line. We have the Bro Five collection. And basically, the 1159 collection is. is I'm <laughs> shocked that nobody made the connection on the Bucharest, mm -hmm. even though that's not the one. The mm -hmm. John Wick connection has kind of elevated a little bit. Yeah, you know? I guess. I don't like know. There could have been better watches. That he, it could have been a better brand. I know, but you know, John Wick is John Wick. Yeah, no, we yeah. like John Wick. Yeah. yeah. So, what so kind of guns is he? The way I <laughs> the way I hear that is even John Wick couldn't save this thing. Yeah, that's John Wick could not save it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's bad. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. So who's the doggy of the dog? Actually, Mr. Identity, why don't you tell us who the winner is? Or the loser, I guess, of this category. I think, I think we kind of know what the loser is. Yeah. Drum roll, please. It is the 1159. There you go. I mean, it took two spots. It was, a 50, it was basically taking up 50% of there. Yeah, the 1159 was a, a little flop, man. I haven't, I've seen one in person. I have heard no demand from this watch. I don't have anybody reaching out to me saying they want this thing. So I don't have anybody selling them either, which means I don't think they're selling them through retail. Right. So basically, the 1159 will never get to midnight. Hey! I see people in the in the uh, Red level midnight in the in the chat box saying that I heard that these things are selling out. Honestly, maybe they are. I don't know. Did you hear that from an AP boutique? Yeah, this guy owns. They oh, had four look. of them. No, in the no, you go in, you go in, you go. Okay, I want a Royal Oak. Don't got it. 
What else you got? Eleven fifty nine. Okay, here's my money. Yeah. No, it's all right. What kind of discount can I get on it? But yeah. I mean, listen, I don't hate the watch itself, but in terms of the hype going into it, it's a big flop, and we don't. I don't see many of them trading. Not so yet. maybe so, and usually that's how those these things works. You know, that's how we're gonna know how popular they are is if they're trading. Um, so AP is an incredible watchmaker. Let's see what time what time tells about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still love AP. Yeah, the design is incredible. It's cool. It's yeah. it's not a terrible watch. It's just not not nearly as good as it should have been. All right, guys. So uh, so we go from the worst performer this year to the best. So this is actually the MIP, the most improved player of the year in market value. So this is. Uh, this is somewhat opinion based, but it's also it's like we're asked we polled all of our all the traders and yeah, saying which good. watch do we see increase in value this year the most, right? So, uh, so <laughs> the nominees are Jay. Why don't you why don't you read off the nominees? Uh, most improved market value for Desky's 2019 is the 116500 Daytona. So oh, ceramic oh. Daytona. Uh, in black, right? Specifically, because the white came out of the gate really strong. Sure. Uh, stayed strong, still the hot piece, but the black ones gained a lot of steam. It's um, a grail. Now we're seeing them not too far apart from each other, where before we were seeing them thousands of dollars apart. Uh, so, hot piece. Yeah. Oh, well over 20. It's definitely got up. I mean, we saw it, you know, the yeah. lowest these watches have traded is like in the mid 15s, but now white dials, yeah, mid 20s now. Number two. Another Rolex, uh, the Jubilee Pepsi. Hey. That's not a Pepsi. No, we had a Pepsi up there. We had a little malfunction here, so let's just pretend that there's some red on that bezel. There hey. we go. Well, hey. and also not Jubilee. So again, hey, that's why gold. Let's, let's pretend. Let's yeah. switch, like just push those two pictures together. Put the bracelet. Yeah. Well that, prepared for the show we are. That is a GMT right there. That that's right. Like, would not be a trading desk episode. And yeah, there wasn't a screw for this. Right. All right. So, uh, so the, we're talking about the Rolex Jubilee Pepsi. Yeah. Ninety-two fifty retail sells for right now for eighteen thousand dollars easily. Number three, uh, fifty-nine eighty-one R. Right. So that's the ooh, uh, ooh. yeah that watch. So that's a watch that you used to be able to get for sixty to seventy thousand dollars, and now is in a hundred and sixty thousand dollar watch. That's a lot of money. Or maybe it's a little bit less now, but at one point it was. That is one heavy chrono. Oh baby, that's nice. That's a annual heavy counter chrono. Well, I think is it the same movement that's in the fifty nine sixty? Because it's annual calendar chrono. I don't have to look into that. Okay. Uh -huh. So uh, that's a watch that exploded in value. It was literally week by week. It was going up like ten thousand dollars a week last year. It's insane. Or the beginning of this year. All right. It's last beautiful. but not least, uh, the very very famous blue dial. The only blue dial watch that it, that matters. The only right blue dial now, that matters. Um, the CB. Yeah. The Jorn. Chronometer blue. Tantalum, blue on blue. Just yeah, sexy impossible for days. to get now. Impossible to get. You have to be well connected to get one. Oh, jeez. It's it's crazy. You have so to hide that's your a watch identity. that went from uh, so <laughs> when it first level. came out, it was trading, so it was selling for I think twenty two was a retail, twenty two eight, and they used to sell for like eighteen, nineteen thousand. So it was always strong. When went they started move uh, started moving up uh, probably about three years ago, a little bit at, they were selling at retail. And then, like at the beginning of this year, it was selling maybe like for two or three thousand over retail. And now it's literally double the retail. Yeah, so it's like a forty thousand dollar watch. Forty thousand dollar watch. It, the demand was so high that they had to make it. They had to take it from like a, a scarce watch mm -hmm. to like an application piece. Yeah, now it's application piece because yeah. it, you you didn't get a lot of them, but when you got them, you could sell them. Now it's like not yeah, even waiting to make them. Anymore. So let's like, let's let's make a distinction. This yeah. is not a watch where you can say, "Hey, let me give you my deposit. Put me on the list." There's no list now. Right. It's an application like buying like a, a grand comp. Right. From from Paddock, you have to 
sent literally fill out a fill out an application telling detailing other Jorns you bought from the boutique and send it in and then they and then Jorn himself I guess decides you know, over, Hope that you're over whiskey throws darts who knows <laughs> how, the, how he determines who gets these watches I mean we can make a guess but it's whether or not your last name makes him laugh and you got yeah, a better right. chance of like buying Liverpool than you have to get this watch yeah. I mean, it's like impossible it's impossible all right guys so most improved market value we have the Rolex Daytona ceramic. Uh, we have the Rolex Jubilee Pepsi, the new Jubilee Pepsi, the Paddock 5981R Rose, and uh, the FP Jorn CB. And the winner is the CB for doubling in price. Honestly, in the last like few months, it did. Yes. But yeah, I mean, th none of these watches have doubled. I mean, I guess it's it's really a hard fight between the 5980 Rose and the CB, but the 5980 Rose has kind of declined from its heights that were like uh, pre-summer. It was insane. They've come back down a little bit. It's still an absolute insane watch to spend money on. You're spending $130,000, $140,000 on that yeah, watch. It, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's the most interesting dial. It, it, every, you know, at every angle, it looks different. Every yeah. time you look at it, it's like owning a million watches. Every time you look at it, it's different. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it's cool. The so I think the reason if we pull up the the graph one more time or the the photo, I think the reason the CB wins this for the again we voted the majority of the watchmakers. This was overwhelmingly the the pick because mm -hmm. um, I tallied the votes. But you're used to seeing you know the Daytona sell over retail right from release. Mm -hmm. You're used to seeing the fifty nine eighty be a high retail watch that brings a lot of money. And the Pepsi, you're not used to seeing something go double right away within five months. You know, this thing escalated so quickly. Mm -hmm. it's but it's been around for a while. They've been making fire. a watch. Yeah, but the, well, what I'm saying, the run and the pricing happened so so fierce and so fast yeah. that that's why this had to win, uh, you know, its well, category. So I think for a couple of reasons, right? So, like, people looked at the at the watch and looked at the brand. So some of these things don't feel like they make sense. So, I mean, listen, as a person who sells... Uh, Rolex Pepsi's uh, Jubilee bracelets for $18,000, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that that watch is worth $18,000. There's a lot of hype behind it, and it's like, listen, if you want to own the watch and you don't want to be on a waiting list or you don't have the access to it, you pay. When it comes to the Jorn, like, the watch makes sense at $40,000. So, like, you have... The, his prices have always been like his retail prices are not. He doesn't price them to market, right. so they've always been very reasonable, right? So the watch the, being a twenty-two thousand retail, cost, right? uh, yeah. There's like an equation that this is what they claim. Who knows really? Right. Could be also over whiskey. Who knows? But um, <laughs> and knowing Jordan, I think it probably has. Nothing wrong with whiskey, right? And I don't know the day cutoff, but they know there's two slightly different variants. It's people in the dials. People say that uh, I've there, seen. I've two seen separate dials. One the, the there might be more than has, two is what I'm saying. Well, but there's def there might different be more than two, runs. but there's definitely different iterations of the mm -hmm. CB. They're they're slightly different. Well, collectors are still finding that out, so we're still seeing fluctuations in price point. Like the super new ones are going for a lot, and then also like if somebody has like a verified older dial, it goes for a lot too. But so the point I was making is that the watch. Okay, think about this. You're getting a watch made in tantalum, which is super tough to work with, right? You're from a brand that makes less than a thousand watches a year. And then if you think about their line, so he's making less than a hundred of these a year, right? And it's uh, super high um, caliber watches. Like it, it, the watch delivers so much. For, so for it to be 40,000 is not insane. Obviously the retail price is much lower. So a lot of people say we'll never pay over retail. And those people will never buy this watch for the most part. But I can understand and I, I feel better about this watch being at 40,000 than say like a Daytona at 25. It is kind of strange It's that it's such a beautiful watch. It's hard to make because the temperature has to be really high to make the tantalum. Sure. But tantalum goes for like five bucks. I mean, 
How much are you, a, are you buying? A, are you trading no, a, a tandem? It's an inis, it, a very inexpensive. It's, metal a, it's just hard to work yeah, with. Yeah, right. it's just hard yeah. to work with. Yeah. So it's not like anywhere near. Gold. It's not forgiving. So like yeah. that's the thing. If you scratch that watch up, you have to send it to Jean. It takes. I think it's like a four thousand dollar cost because they service the watch also, and it takes six months to do. Well, yeah. so that's why just to touch on his point and your point with the material and the dial is now finding like a V one dial. Once we've established that's what it is uh-huh. in mint condition that's not been refinished is going to be. They're oh yeah, yeah. you're gonna see them sky. Yeah, you'll see like auction results if things keep going the way they are i can see insane auction results verifiable v1 unrefinished yeah you know with the oh, yeah. old box set and all oh, this yeah. crap the hundred thousand dollar watch and let fpj discontinue this watch and watch what happens yeah mm. yeah that'll be yeah. stressful right, right before the, easy to buy that watch hard to sell it then right before <laughs> the 44 millimeter full tantalum bracelet cb chrono comes out <laughs> and then yeah, everybody a, just loses no, their no, mind no, no, no. The, the, good luck with the, that the, the cb has to be simple mm-hmm. can i make a shout out to another show yeah whatever um id id watch guy um he just did um i don't know this i don't watch any i don't no, really like this guy's watches, amazing honestly. um but he just did a a blurb on the uh, CB, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Wait, you watch another show besides this? <sighs> Are you going to give us Get off half of what he just paid you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's let's keep this moving. So, um, yeah, most improved market value, the CB is a fantastic watch. Uh, the next <laughs> the next category, it's a new category. This is one, and honestly, it's in honor of our uh, us opening or partnering in Dubai, right? Because what do you think of, when you think of Dubai, what do you think of? Big buildings. Okay. Desert. Okay. Lots of supercars. Yeah. What do you think of? Untapped. Uh, ballers. Yeah, no, there you go. Unprompted. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So ballers, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. How'd you, how'd you come up with that all by yourself? <laughs> I know. It just came out of you the think of top of my head. Diamonds, cash, ballers, just insane, crazy stuff, right? Yeah. So this this year, the, the, the fifth category is going to be the most baller watch of 2019. So 2019 has delivered a lot of baller watches, right? Watches that you have to spend like an insane amount of money. You're like, wow. And when you see it on someone's wrist, you think well, there's just money on that wrist, right? So we picked four of the most baller watches we can think of, right? So when you buy that watch, you know everybody knows you had spent like an absurd amount of money, like buying a Bugatti on the wrist. Like it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Right. Absolutely disgusting. Right. So cool. Jay, why don't you uh, why don't you Number describe those names? The ballers. The, the ballers. Richard Mill RM eleven zero three. The basically, um, I don't know what to do with my money. I have too many cars in my garage. Yeah. The cheetah ate my interior on my <laughs> on my pano. Uh, like this is, uh, it's it's so crazy that it, it doesn't. One make of your sense. cheetahs, I like that. Yeah. Didn't somebody play football with this watch on? Oh, that's right. Then Odell from your, from your from your hometown. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's as far as we go on that one. So, all right. Uh, yeah. No, that's right. This watch. No, but I heard it was a fake one or whatever. But yeah. So. But I heard that too. As baller as it gets. All right. Second watch. Second watch is the fifty nine eighty one R. That's a baller watch, and only because it. Well, so now it's probably in like the like one hundred thirty, hundred forty thousand dollars range. But this was a hundred sixty thousand dollars watch not that long ago. So if you were wearing this. It's either you bought it a long time ago and you just don't realize that it's that you could flip it for like an insane amount of money and you don't care about money so you're a baller or you spent like over $100,000 on a on a Rose Chrono. It's insane. Yeah. What's number 3? Okay, sorry. Number 3. <laughs> number 3 is the Jacob & Co Astronomia. So this is an insane watch too. If you're a magician. Oh god. No, but so this this watch no, is only baller fortune teller. It's a Yeah, puzzle. I mean, yeah, it's I don't even know what to make of this thing. 
Jeez. I think when you shake it, it's like a snow globe, too. <laughs> no, this watch is absolutely it's insane. Sick. It's absurd. It's by Jacob, right? So you know you're you're funding some sort of drug trafficking uh, 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 underground uh, uh, company here or something like that. You're, you, if you own this watch, you are a baller. And a lot of people don't realize how big this watch is. It's, it's cool. But it's actually it's like, like a, a snow globe. Uh, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's pretty like, awesome. Uh, it's like this. Off your road. Yeah, it's like a snow globe. It's humongous. You know. All right. And, okay. Go ahead, do the last one. Do the last oh, okay, one so the last one is it might be my favorite watch of all time actually, is the the AP frosted gold, uh, open worked skeleton. This is a thirty seven millimeter too. Filthy. Filthy white gold with the rainbow bezel. Come on, man. So this Come edged on. out the uh, the with the, the Daytona movement. Right. Come on now. <laughs> this edged out the rainbow Daytona just because it's just absurd. It's disgusting. It is crazy. It's disgusting. It's absurd. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I've been dying to say this, mm -hmm. and this is great, because, you know, I'm like, you know, basically take somebody out of the chat room, you stuck them here in okay. a seat, mm -hmm. and I know, I know for a fact, I speak for the chat room, mm -hmm. I've been dying to say this. What's that? That RM is so ugly. <laughs> it's the ugliest. I mean, I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay, it's ugly. But that's the point of it. Like, you have to wear something so ugly, recognizable, and just like, look, I don't care. I'm just going to spend it on this. Uh, I just... I can't get my head around it. It's, the, but we've said it before, too, on this side of the table. It's so bad that it's good. Yeah, exactly. It's well, like, this is like a $260,000 retail, I think, or something along those lines. It's like, what does it cost to make this watch? It's You're buying the hype. It's weird, though. But when you look at the AP and the diamond, the rainbow diamonds, and the skeleton, so that's this cool disgusting. Yeah. This is disgusting disgusting. <laughs> you know? So, so it's not on your list. From your perspective. No. Yeah. But, well, you know, yeah, yeah. different, different strokes for different that. folks. I know I speak for the chat room when I say oh, that okay. the RM is... So you're not spending your trust fund on that? No. No. <laughs> and you know I'm a trust fund <laughs> yeah, guy. That's so. right. You're a trust yeah, fund I haven't worked a dot in not, my life. I mean, yeah, no, old no, money. No, I mean, no, no you're just running around money. the city with this guy named Jordan Identity. Yeah. Hanging out. All right, guys. So the winner of the most baller watch of 2019, which I like this category going forward, hopefully. Baller? Yeah. So the, the, the traders in the office have voted. I, honestly, I disagree with this wholeheartedly, but the overall, it was the overall majority was the Paddock. The 5980. I don't... It's a watch, I honestly, guys. I didn't, yeah, I didn't vote for, for this particular pick, no. but it did get a lot of votes. I don't necessarily see it as like the baller. It is cool, and it does look like a million bucks on your wrist. Well, but if you're selling watches, you know that this is a baller watch. And that's that's the perspective that we got. This is the trading think, desk, yeah. right, desk, right? So this is watch traders. They know that this watch is insane. Yeah, so it might have won based on the fact, like not necessarily the the context of what we meant mm -hmm. when we made the category, well, but it won on its merits of it being a watch that gets watch traders' attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's crazy. It's a filthy watch. If there's if there's a guy wearing each, watch, each one of these watches in a room, I'm going to this guy, uh, talking to this guy first, because he's probably got a well-developed... Well, the um, thing is, the guy, that's, the baller that's wearing that is also wearing the RM on the other wrist. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe his his Russian uh, hooker girlfriend, maybe. So. And then uh, the cheetah's got one on it as a collar. Hey, hey, then, hey! All right, guys. So uh, the sixth category in the, for the deskies this year will be the best independent brand. So last year, we we voted, and there was some different. We had AP in there. We had Paddock as well. So we've mixed it up. Uh, some some brands that have gotten a little bit more um, uh, attention. So this year's nominees for the best independent brand, non Rolex because Rolex is independent, uh, will be the first one, Debethune. So this is a brand that, that Jay and I like. We I would love to see Debethune be the the next Richard Mill. 
very distinct, recognizable, but has uh, like a really cool look. And they, their watches could be more expensive, honestly, with the amount of uh, uh, amount of work that goes into the design and the and the finishing of these watches. And that's a cool watch, but that's not even not even close to my favorite uh, version. No, it's not the. It's it's cool. It's not the best version of a David Tune. I like the DB twenty five. Yeah. Um, DB twenty eight. Awesome, awesome mm-hmm. with the articulated lugs. This is a very cool version. The uh, Digitale is probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just super cool. But awesome brand. Very cool guy. Um, you know the the attention to detail when you flip this watch over, the movement is insane. Oh yeah. Um, How many watches does this guy make a year? Uh, I it's like 150 like, or something. Yeah, I right? want to say it's super low. Yeah, it's like he like makes than... it for a couple of rooms. Of so that yep. yeah, the... yeah, it's literally I think it's 150 watches a year is what their production is. Don't quote me on it. They're really really cool pieces, and you can still get them, and they have all the upside in the next couple years. Um, I don't know that it'll ever like you said you want it to be the next RM. I don't think that this is the type of guy that wears that watch. It's not flashy. I don't think it'll ever be like a look at me watch. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be the next like. I mean, the old gold one. It'll be the next Jorn, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. where, where the quality of I think the next Jorn is a Krivia, who, by the way, next the, year will be on this list. I, what I'm saying is that the, the quality of what it is sure. puts it where it goes, mm-hmm. not the hype. Sure. So, you know, Laurent Ferrier, Jorn, and that status, I think that they become the next level of independent. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, the next... Uh, the next nominee will be Grubel Force. So this is, I feel like it's getting more attention this year. They're making some cool watches. Yeah. And I mean, when you talk about, <laughs> could have been in the baller watch too, right? So like really the Astronomia is like the ballers version. When I say baller, it's like stupid, stupid money, spending stupid money, right? If you really, if you really love watches and you want to spend stupid money, you go to Grubel. And they, they make what, less than a hundred watches a year. Yeah. You know, that baller watch thing is, is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. there's different levels of baller. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, watch uh, Kevin in the chat room talked about mm-hmm. the uh, yellow gold Daytona with yeah. the green dial. Yeah. That's disgusting. Right. I mean, that's a baller watch. Yeah, it is. But yeah. it's not on this like... No, no, no. Know, this like, is not way, like... But there's always like, going to be bigger fish in the right. ocean, right? Yeah. Like, so there's a guy, the guy that's buying the Top RM chain. Okay. Looks, at that, looks at that Daytona like, okay, that's cool. You got well, your first Rolex. The for- Force like, A is definitely at the top of the food chain. Yeah. I don't know. If, can I, if you're rocking a yellow gold Daytona with a green dial, are you going to Dubai? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's a watch you, you rock in Dubai. I think you have to have something that you flex hard, especially if you're not from there. That's not a hard flex in Dubai. No, nah, I don't feel like it. I feel like that's just wearing like a steel watch. Yeah. But I've never been to Dubai. So we can call my buddy Neither CQ and find out. All right. The next... The, that's right. Yeah, some of our guys here have been to Dubai. How was Dubai? Was is that a watch to wear in Dubai? Thumbs up. Yeah. All right. Harrison says that is a watch to wear in Dubai. So I was wrong. Sorry, guys. Okay. My idea of Dubai is like the Jetsons. I guess it's like how I think of Dubai. <laughs> like, like everybody Wakanda. somehow has hoverboards or something because it's just like it's well, ridiculous. Lambo police cars. Come that's on. right. Exactly. Yeah. So all right, come on, let's go. Yeah. Well, you throw. Week. I feel like you throw the gold Rolls gold Daytona out the window <laughs> of your of your Lambo police car. All right. So the next brand. Is a brand that was on the list last year, uh, and that's Jorn FP Jorn, right? So everybody knows who, like, that's the only watch I think. That's it. Oh, oh we are not worthy. It's the only watch for me. We are not worthy. Hey, that one's We're sick. I like that watch. So Jorn uh, had a really, really strong year. I think it's becoming more popular. You see what happens with the the uh, the CB pop because more people are, are noticing the brand, and they're not doing anything. They're they don't want to change the brand, which is good too. They didn't start making more watches. They didn't make like more mainstream watches or anything. Jorn did what he wanted to do with the new sport series. Yeah. Um. So I think he had an amazing year. Um. And then the last brand, the last uh, brand for the independence was Laurent Ferrier. This is a brand that I've come to really really admire. Yeah. I I really love what they're doing. Um, you know, true to the independent, kind of small, do what you kind of want, mm-hmm. off the beaten path. The movement is gorgeous. 
dials are simple and clean. You get a lot for your money. Uh, and I think, on, honestly, it could be an underdog independent brand mm-hmm. because in the next five years, you could be looking at you know some serious growth potential if you were to pick something up now. But incredible but, value for the money. Yeah, oh awesome watch. Incredible. Cool. I mean, when you're talking about putting that on a list with the million-dollar group before. I feel like it's a sleeper like, brand. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So the winner of this year's Desky Award for Best Independent Brand Non-Rolex is... Wait for it. Who's going to announce? Jorn. Oh, yeah, that's right. Busted that so Jorn won. He won last year, too. Jorn won last year, didn't they? Look at that. Was it AP? I think it was. I think it was Jorn. Yeah. So Jorn won last year. He, uh, Jorn had such a strong year, and it was. A, it's a hard. This was definitely a, a hard uh, category to judge because there's other brands, uh, like a Crivy. I think uh, is a watch is a brand that we're looking at. Um, was it Rajep Rajepi? I think that's yeah. how you say his name. Groenfeld. It Groenfeld watch is also. Yeah. It's a great great brand. So there's a lot of. Uh, up and coming uh, independence. I think there's only going to be more independence. I think that you're going to see in the next five years or so more independence becoming more popular because marketing these brands is so much easier on on uh, on social media. So mm-hmm. you can discover them so much easier. So these these brands can actually develop and sell quicker. And I think that's genre, so. Would you say that them winning their second in a year at this category means that they've found their Jorn identity? <laughs> oh, that was fun. You funny, man. You funny. Funny. Phone, huh? you funny. All right, all right. Next Jason. category. Jason is so, he's such a good comedian. <laughs> oh, Lord. Are you going to be on? Are you going to take the show on the road? Yeah. I am. Taking it back to Florida, baby. He's, he's, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, the seventh category, and uh, we have we have nine categories all together. So, we got three more. Or this one and two more after this, right? So, the seventh category of the uh, for the deskies this year will be... The best watch of 2019 Richemont. delivered from Richemont. Hey, a, brand, Hi, Richemont. Uh, a conglomerate that we all know and love. Hello. Hey. Uh, from the makers, uh, they make, uh, what, Cartier, they make Panerai, my favorite, IWC, uh, JLC. What else are they? Is Bulgari Richemont or no? Okay, that's good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> all right. So the nominees for the best watch coming out of Richemont, oh, Longa as well, will be Longa Odysseus. Which uh, very controversial this year, and we'll talk about that next. The IWC Pilot Top Gun, a brand did new you, concept from IWC, the Top Gun. Did you sneak that two tone Santos in there? Yee. He so snuck that that's in. So yeah. a Thanos no, move. If you remember last Thanos, year, this, no, the sleeper watch of last okay, year. Okay, that is boy. that's crazy. That yeah. this is there. Right, yeah, the why, next why one, the Cartier. Let's wait. And for by it. the way, that cron- like the the sand version of that watch is way better than this black version. Well, why like do you the- put that as a nominee? All you, right, so you, the you Cartier. This is what is this a forty four millimeter? The forty four or no forty two millimeter uh, mono pusher chrono. I love this watch. I think this is cool. This yes. was my vote. Where, honestly, where? I don't know if it won, but this was my vote. Uh, it's a little big on the wrist, uh, but it's I think it's really cool. Cartier is doing some great things with the Santos. Um, and then the last nominee will be the Panerai 985. So there's there's a lot of Panerais that could have been on this list because they made a whole bunch of new ones. This, this one made out of trash tanium. Trash tanium, officially what we're using. <laughs> yeah, That's trash, what trash we're dubbing tanium. it. It's, yeah, recycled trash tanium. I it's great for the environment. I think this watch kicks ass. I, I, I like cool this watch. watch. I think so I it's the Panerai so if, it, if it wasn't yeah. crazy expensive and come with that like excursion and all that stuff, I think this, if this watch was 11.5, mm-hmm. I'd want one. Well, it's like a thirty thousand dollars retail. You also oh. get you get a trip to go meet uh, Mike Horn with this watch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. That's right, a whole. So yeah. I will buy like so once somebody takes the trip, I'll buy this watch. You say, look, give me, give it to me for eleven five, and it's, somebody else. It's goes super see cool. Home. 
I just want the watch. We can. I, am I just think. I think you throw watch. a uh, you know a Yachtmaster bezel on a Panerai, and how could you lose? It's freaking awesome. I like the Yachtmaster too. All right, guys. So the best uh, the best watch release from Richemont this year is is the identity. Here, you, you're just gonna you're gonna announce them all this year. So uh, that would be the Longa Odysseus. Odysseus. All right. So the Odysseus. This watch went from the biggest flop to everyone loves it. It, it quicker than I've ever seen anything. So like for the first 72 hours, this was the laughing stock of the watch world. And then something happened where people started trying on, they started looking at it and they realized, wait, this wait thing is so great and it makes sense for the brand. I can tell you exactly why that happened. With credit to the manufacturer, uh -huh. they got it on people's wrists very quickly. Very quickly. Mm -hmm. So delivering them and putting them on people's wrists, mm -hmm. unlike the 1159 where you let you just put it out there and you don't even know. <laughs> it took months before anybody like, could see You don't even know if, it's, if people are actually putting it on their wrists. With the same day, people were putting this next to 5711s, mm -hmm. putting it next to Aquanauts, putting it. So, so to one of your credit, watch, the Van putting Go, it on the, the wrist way. and changing people's opinions. Yeah. I still haven't seen one in person. I'm, I'm waiting well, to. So everybody that I know who has seen it in person has loved the watch. And we're gonna we're naming it the Van Gogh, right? Because it's got one ear. Yeah. It's a one ear watch. <laughs> but it's just something very long about it, right? So what's funny is that we've had this conversation with with our friend Mike Manchos, who's a huge apologist for the brand. He loves Longa and everything they do. And when we were all we all used to bag on Longa, he used to talk about one thing that they'll never do is they stay true to themselves, they'll never make a steel sport watch. They did it. But they didn't really do it because it's not really a steel sport watch, right? I mean, it's a steel sport watch from Longa, so it makes sense within the brand identity, right? So it's the Longa identity. I think it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I have a buddy of mine that owns a Longa mm -hmm. um, Datagraph, part of the uh, Seattle Red Bar. Shout out to you guys. And he does not like this watch. Really? Yeah. He had it on wrist? He, he, yeah. And he's, he's like, you know, he could... His lens is seeing this as the classic Longa dress watch, mm -hmm. and he just didn't like the bracelet. Mm -hmm. But uh, personally, the I pill like bracelet. It. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. I think it's cool. I think it, I, so. I've heard it's too. it's super adjustable. It's very uh, comfortable on the wrist, and it, again, it just makes sense of for for the brand itself. So it's as close <laughs> as they're going to get to, and it's kind of like they threw a little bit of the uh, uh, Nautilus flank on the one side, and it's got the, this crazy date thing going yeah. on. It's just I'm it's, still out. You know, jury's out for me. I I want to see it in person. That's mm -hmm. kind of what we said in the beginning is let's wait and see one. Mm -hmm. I haven't yet, but it is kind of cool to see people coming around on it, I guess. Yeah, I like that. All right, guys. So the next category for uh, the Deskies 2019 will be the best watch from Swatch Group. Yeah. There you go. So uh, brand, the, brands like, uh, what, Omega. Omega. Um, what else is in Swatch Group, Jay? I think it's just Omega. Really. All the brands. Is yeah. it Bulgari? Bulgari? Is that in, is that in Swatch Group also? What are, you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm asking you questions. Don't prepare man. for anything. It's okay. No, I don't know. Well, what, what, I mean, what, are, what other watches can you get from Swatch Group besides uh, Omega? Oh, man. All right, so. <laughs> and Rich Buddy, I agree with you. The, let's uh, let's throw up the graphic. Than 1159. Agree. All right. Yeah, yeah, so, Swatch Group, what's going on? Um, Omega, Apollo oh, 11. Oh, okay, Omega is Swatch Group. 50th anniversary. Right, okay, good. The uh, Gold Moon Man, as it's being called. So you've seen uh, this in person. I haven't seen it, but I like the picture. I've, I've, I've seen it. I sold one. Um, I think it's okay. It didn't quite like do it for me like I thought it would. Mm -hmm. I, I like the idea of it. I think the Gold Moon Man's cool. The best part about this watch, or th there's two. There's a decent part and there's a really good part. The decent part is the box set. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The the footprint on the back. The, the best thing footprint. about the watch is the box set that you get so, <laughs> lower than well, that. Well, so to be fair, the best part about the regular Speedmasters is the box set too. Ah. Um, 
it's it's the total like story of opening the watch and and getting it the presentation is important but anyhow the uh we should have put a photo of this but you guys know what it looks like the uh, moon footprint on the back of the case is okay. very very cool mm-hmm. it is uh, cool. this watch to me if the just second kinda... best thing about a watch is what it shows on the case back here in yeah trouble. well <laughs> but i so, like the dial i don't know about you i it's, love that it's dial. cool you, you, you it's like just... the astronaut mooning mooning it the what? astronaut mooning it the, you know Excuse yeah, he's what? like the astronaut. Just What's kind of are you having a stroke? What are you saying to me right he's now? He's mooning. As, as, as soon as you said that, I knew the stroke comment was coming. Like you, you won't, he only has like six preloaded like comebacks. Did I just come back? I knew, I knew the stroke thing was coming. Oh, you're just mad because I accuse you of having strokes all the time, Jason. Whatever, man. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so we went. We spent too much time on the Apollo, all right. the Omega. So that's great. The Barracuda. second nominee, Blanc Pont 50 Fathoms Barracuda with a K. Like this watch. That's a cool watch. That's a good looking watch. But isn't that like a 70 millimeter or something? Isn't it huge or no? No, it's not crazy. I think it's 45. He put a shark no, skin bracelet on. It's kind of like the Bond watches. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't do that. The mesh, okay. no. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but no, this is a cool watch. I like the uh, the loom. I like what it stands for. Uh, good watch from a decent brand that doesn't get a lot of love. And you get to say Barracuda. Barracuda. With Bar- a K. You have to, it's like Bar- a hard Bar- K. Barracuda. Okay. I like that watch. It's like a Kuna Matata, but. Kuna Matata. Not quite. All right. Next, uh, next nominee. A big surprise is the from a brand. 300 chronograph variation. Hey, that's so cool. last year we got the the 42 uh, three hand mm-hmm. and uh, went crazy, stupid sales, really really popular watch. Of course, you're gonna follow that up with a chronograph. Mm-hmm. Um, being a dive watch, I was a little confused with the chronograph when it came out. I think it looks good, but it basically just replaces the Planet Ocean chrono. Are those pushers ceramic or are those PVD? They're ceramic. Okay, good. If they were PVD, that'd be an issue because you're, you're going to rub it off quickly. But all right, cool. Black and then the last cool. nominee for best Swatch Group release will be Breguet Classique Tourbillon Extra Squelette. What? There's a lot of, a lot of <laughs> options from Swatch Group this year. <laughs> So it, well, Breguet it's made another best, Turbion, which is as you yeah. can see, I'm seeing this no, right it's, time. It's it the, pretty cool. Wow. I think it's the best name release. Like there's, it's it wins the word for the most syllables in the name of a watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Breguet is always nice. Uh, you can it's buy a, those. It's for, a pretty watch. It'll be really, really pretty for you know not a lot of money yeah. once it once it's not new. Great value. Great value. Mm-hmm. But it's a good looking. All right, guys. So the winner of this year's best watch group Desky Award. Is the Barracuda, the Barracuda, and I don't know how that happened. I, I guess this is what I, the, the traders decided. I like the watch. It's pro- it's probably the best watch out of those four that I like personally. But I would assume like the Speedmaster would have won, and it probably in terms well, of sales, the, I'm sure the Speedmaster. So would similar to the the other category for the sales guys, like mm-hmm. that you don't get to see that watch. Barracuda's gone. You can't get one. Yeah, it's all sold out. So that's yeah, a shocking. For... That's a shocking win. You know. You know, I was thinking about this. You know, since it's the Deskies and. Yeah. It's, Kind of like the, we 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 said Nickelodeon, but kind of thinking the Oscars. Sure. You know, Oscars, you have people that pass away. You talk right. about watches that are no more. Uh, like in memorandum, like memorandum. thirty No, but oh, that's only cool. Bad, if, bad if, that's only cool if once we sentence him to death, we hit one with a hammer. <laughs> well, it's gonna be so like, like anonymous. Anonymous yeah. anonymo is gonna be the yes. There you <laughs> the go, anonymous, and then you have the invade. Yeah. The anonymo. dead brand. Yeah. All righty. All right. So that's the uh are five. All right. In the last category for today's deskies, the twenty nineteen deskies, will be the best watch. From LVMH Group. Josh, why don't you tell us which brand is in the LVMH that you, uh, third U- time is the charm. Hublot. No. What? 
Hublot. Oh, Bulgari. There you go. Hey, so hey, hey Bulgari, hey, LVMH, baby. Go. I wonder how right. this is going to go. I was waiting for you to get to this category. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder how how this is All right, go. so what are the nominees for the best watch from LVMH this year? Uh, there really, there's really only one watch that matters in this category, but... Oh, wait, who, who wrote oh. this up? I actually went the extra mile to not put my watch in here. But That's I do silly. feel like, like this watch do. deserves to be here because Bulgari took the Finissimo, which they had a runaway success with, and did one better and made a super awesome chronograph with the watch. Oh, man. Automatic Oof. movement. A super awesome road, chronograph? It's, it is freaking awesome. Is it? Uh, automatic chronograph, side pusher, right, on the on the 9 o'clock. The rotor uh, is skeletonized and, and channels around the movement, which is super cool. Very thin, functional chrono. It, it just took the Finissimo, which people's number one complaint, and I can verify is not true. Is Isn't that how, the third nominee? Why are we talking about this How durable first? it's going to be? <laughs> we just skipped the Zenith. We yeah, just, like, I, I, we just skipped the other two. We just we're, blew we're right gonna, by that. Listen, they don't have to be in order. This is Jason's um, show now, guys. They took the Finissimo, which do have to be people's number one complaint was how, or, or concern was going to be how durable is the watch, and they made a freaking chronograph. It's amazing. They, they sportified the watch. Sounds Which, like you're impressed, Jason. I am impressed. It's, it's. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, from the. It's a pretty girl. Anyhow, it does win on the technology, without a doubt. So, one of the other pieces, whether it's number one or two or three, because who cares about the order, is the Zenith El Primero. Uh, this is the the A three eighty four. So the revive. I like this thing. Revival case. I recently this had case, the, uh, an actual vintage uh, version of this yeah, watch. This case, I think, uh, you know, like the iconic you know monoblock case was pretty smart for them to reissue mm-hmm. um I you know agree. i think that if you're going to have a brand that that pulls vintage inspiration really really well it's going to be zenith vintage yeah you know the el Primero movement uh you know harkens back to some of the, the, the most uh romantic automatic chronographs and this piece is you know a little splash of red panda dial very cool yeah no it's it's a great vintage redo the case is awesome yeah it's no, really actually really cool. I, yeah I, I, this would get my vote Honestly. All right. And then uh, the only <laughs> other... Okay. The Jason, only... let his feelings be known. <laughs> the only other uh, piece on this list is the uh, Aerofusion Chronograph, the Orlinsky Green Ceramic, which is Hublot. awesome. That thing's cool. People uh, hate Hublot. I like Hublot. I like this watch, though. I like this case. I think that this is Hublot saying, yeah, we're Hublot, man. This is... Here, they do. Here's some extra points. We don't care. You like that spikes? Great here's too. some spikes. Yeah, the movement's great. Skeletonized like, dial. It's green, which you know it's, you like. It's awesome. Green. Um, I think it's a cool stab at something that's not just your regular Aerofusion. Yeah, and that's if you wear that, you, maybe you're stabbing people. I don't know. It's it's an interesting watch. So all right, so what is the winner, Jason? Why don't you? <laughs> I mean, I think all yours. Know, all the yours. Is, all um, yours. Actually, I is would that, like to say that I tallied the votes, <laughs> and this was like ten out of ten. You yeah, right. You were by far. Wait, so hold on. I didn't see all the votes. Jason is the one who tallied all the votes, so I don't yeah, even know if this is true. To be fair, Jason's the one that prepared the majority of this information. Okay. This is a so sus Josh flew sus in, desky. showed up, sat down, tossed his hair, and we're talking watches. It's a sus desky. And if you believe sure. that. <laughs> Anyways, so without uh, further I can ado, tell you <laughs> the uh, Octo Finissimo chronograph yeah. uh, wins this desky, the final desky of the night, and the most important one. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. All right, cool, man. So yeah, so that's that's the desky. So do we want to run down all the winners? We don't have to do that, right? No. Nah. Uh, that, that seems like uh, the producer take says no. Nah. All right, guys. So that was this year's deskies. We had some really interesting. It was a good reflection back, looking back at uh, this year's market. We noticed that last year Rolex dominated it, and this year not at all. I don't think did Rolex win anything this year. 
Rolex won nothing this year. And I think that it doesn't mean that the, that the brand didn't do anything. It's just their market spoke for itself where the, the brand itself didn't release anything new that was like super hot. You saw like the release from Rolex this year, the biggest release besides the Pepsi was like the 42 millimeter Yachtmaster, which, which is still strong, but like, it's not like people are losing their minds over it. I yeah. think it, I mean, it speaks to the market like we usually talk about, um, is that it's driving the guy that's buying the watch into other brands. Yeah. Yep. Right? You start yep. to think like, well, what can I get for the money? And yeah. you start looking at, you know, rose gold or precious metal, other pieces, complications. You, you know, you bring up a good point. The frustration to get a Rolex definitely got me to look at other watches. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where you discovered the APs and the Jorns right. and all that. And um, so you say, hey, thanks, Rolex. For that's how we got you to buy a Romain Rolex. Jerome. <laughs> that's how you got me to buy that green. Nobody uh, buys Romain Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like the green blow. Yeah. yeah. What are you trying uh, to say, bro? I'm yeah. not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Oh, Anyways, this was cool. All right, guys. So, hey, don't bang the table. So, um, all right, guys. I think we're we're gonna run it down here. So, uh, any any parting? This is our last show of 2019. Next year's 2020. Oh, yeah, we're not coming back. That's it. Cancel. <laughs> what uh, what watches on your list for Anything 2020? You no. I. Uh, Smurf's still on there, man. Yeah, I think we're. I think 2020 is going to be the year of consolidating, uh, uh, consolidating collections and buying like really cool watches. I think precious metal is going to be is going to be way up in 2020, in my opinion. The yeah. only watch that I want that's not the Smurf is an Elegante 48. Yeah, you're so close. Well, now are they all of a sudden are now over over list it. too. Yeah, so it's like now it's at the point where it's like I, I kind of don't want it now because well, it's becoming. You know my story, right? I wore that watch to go meet Jorn, thinking that he was going to be impressed with me wearing this. Yeah, thing. It's so stupid of me to. No, think but I, that. Want, oh. I, I want the title light version with the the full loom. Dial, I don't like but, that. But uh, well, all of them have a full loom dial. No, but the the dark titanium version. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I like the on the, the OD green strap. No, so but uh, so my story was I went to go meet Jorn, and I was so excited. I was like, he's gonna love me for wearing this, and he. Didn't even care. He's like, I saw him. Like, oh, look, I'm wearing. I don't even think he acknowledged it. You had dinner with F. B. Jorn. Oh yeah. I, I hate you. Oh yeah. Me and Tim. I mean, it was yeah, great. I hate you. I mean, no, I know you. I know you did. But yeah, he hurt, he hurled some insults at me too, which was yeah. kind of cool. But yeah. yeah, so he didn't he didn't seem like he cared at all that I was wearing that watch or even that that watch Unfazed. existed. So like, I decided not to spend my money on it. But I still love the watch. I think I'll probably end up owning it. And uh, yeah. And what about what about you, Mister Identity? Anything any anything for 2020? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I know. I know. Well, I don't it's know. It's gonna be a I'm watch. Gonna idea. It's gonna be a watch. Uh, I got this. Screw my cars now. I got oh cars. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we like cars. Um, we do. I got this kind of paddock thing going on. Yeah. So yeah, like that. Pick up something cool. Yeah, something cool. Maybe a grand comp. And then um, sell your home. Yeah. Buy, buy well, that would. <laughs> that get you a real nice that paddock. Give me a Seiko or something. Like that. Hey. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, listen, uh, we thank you for joining us. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, 2019 was a fun year. A lot of crazy things happened. We had uh, our schedule's been erratic. We're going to figure out what our what our show schedule will be moving forward. But uh, we, again, thank you so much for, for participating and listening to us yammer on about watches and, and about nothing. And uh, it's the show about nothing. please subscribe. We're at, what, 99,500 subscribers. So we need to uh, unsubscribe. We need to get back down to 75 because I said that was the cap where we should have been. But no, if we get to 100,000 subscribers, guys, they're going to start paying us for our, the work we do, which will be great because I'm broke. I can't make a mortgage payment. So get to 100,000 subscribers. If you like us, 
please subscribe. Tell your friends. Share with your friends. Um, also, check us out on Facebook. Check Instagram. us out on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Mr. Thanos. You are Evo, Evo B Watches or something? Wet Evo Watch Wednesday. Un- yeah, that's right. Wet Watch Wednesday. Evo well, underscore Watches. That's right. He got it. He got it. And the, got the it. most famous Instagrammer. The Jorn Identity. The guy that knows the most famous Instagrammer. <laughs> that's right. I, I got friends. I know these guys. So, yeah. yeah. Guys, also participate. Wet, wet Watch Wednesday. If you don't know what it is, check out my feed, Jason's feed, or uh, the Jorn Identity's feed on <laughs> Wednesdays. Job. Good job. Uh, you'll see Wet Watch Wednesday where we celebrate watches that can get wet. So throw your watch in the ocean, in a sink, in it could your be toilet. Raining. I don't care. It, it could be raining. You, you can near piss on it for all water. I care. Just get it wet and take a picture and post it with the hashtag Wet Watch Wednesday. If you tag me, I'll repost it. I'm surprised they let you go on this long. Yeah, no. Wow. You're trying. Hey, um, again, also subscribe here. Is there anything else? We got nothing else. All right, that's it. Let's go get some whiskey and some steaks. Let's go eat. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, uh, Diwali, all of you guys.